Loose Parts is a podcast about a bunch of interesting things all loosely related to a topic that changes every week. What's up, y'all? My name is Kat Hale, and I'm the host of a brand new podcast called Loose Parts. Each week, we're going to explore a bunch of different things. I'll pick a topic that I find really interesting or fascinating, and then I'll do a bunch of research on stories that have to do with that topic. And so that could range from science to history to weird art stuff to storytelling to poetry. Anyway, it's going to be a wild ride, and I really hope you join me. So in the spirit of loose parts and giving you a little taste of what's to come, this is a teaser episode with a couple of short parts that have to do with one of my favorite things ever, summer. on your feet. You wear them in the street. That's right, you guys. I'm talking about flip-flops. Everyone's favorite footwear has a long and storied history. Flip-flops, as we know them anyway, date back to Egyptian murals from 4000 BC or possibly even older. We just haven't found them yet because they've sort of degenerated through time. The modern flip-flop, those sort of cheapy, plasticky, rubbery things were popularized by the Havainas Company, which is a Brazilian company that makes flip-flops. They were the first to mass-produce flip-flops from rubber, and the flip-flops they make were actually invented by a Scotsman named Robert Fraser in 1962. He was inspired by Japanese sandals, which were sort of concurrent with what we know as the Egyptian model, you know, a, a flat thing with a thong that sort of goes between one or two of your toes in a place. The oldest flip-flops we have found that have survived the aeons were made of papyrus leaves and date back to about 1500 years ago. Now these were found in Europe and it's likely that we could find some in Egypt, but they were made of more degradable materials like papyrus or leather or bark and as such they've probably rotted away with time. But the next time you wear a pair of sandals and head down to the beach, just remember, you're wearing history on your feet. The other summer part I'm going to leave you with is the story of the popsicle, a cornerstone of any classic summer experience. The popsicle was invented by an 11-year-old boy named Frank Epperson in San Francisco in 1905. Legend has it that he mixed sugary soda powder and water and then for some reason left it out overnight. And it was really cold, so it froze. And then when he came out the next morning, he discovered that this water had frozen into this delightful sugary concoction. Summertime rolled around, and he remembered that you could create magic in an icebox. He named it the Epsicle, a clever portmanteau of his name and icicle, I guess. 
and then started selling it in his neighborhood. Fast forward 18 years later in 1923, he started selling them at Neptune Beach, which you can think of as a sort of Coney Island. You know, they had rides and games and little attractions, and it was a pier. And in 1924, he applied for an official patent for the concoction. And the fun thing about this patent is that it also included instructions for the best wood to make the stick out of. He advises birch or poplar. But sadly, later in the 1920s, likely due to the Great Depression, he went broke and sold the rights to Popsicle to the Joe Lowe Company, which then many years later entered into a sort of frozen treat war with a company called Good Humor, which had started manufacturing ice cream on a stick. After many lawsuits back and forth, Good Humor and Popsicle decided to sort of draw a line among liquids meaning that Good Humor was allowed to make milk-based treats and Popsicle was allowed to continue selling water-based treats. The debate went on for many decades over what sherbet is and what makes ice cream ice cream. But in 1989, Unilever bought both companies, Popsicle and Good Humor, and thus ended the feud. So, when you're enjoying a Popsicle on a really hot day, what you're really enjoying is corporate peace. Thank you so much for listening to this teaser episode of Loose Parts. Once again, I have the pleasure of being your host, Kat Hale, and I'm really looking forward to embarking on this adventure with you. We've got a ton of things to talk about over the next few episodes. There are things like man-eating plants and crazy colors and genetic mutations and who writes those little poems on Beanie Baby tags. Anyway, really looking forward to getting into all of that with you. Hope you join me on this journey. And thanks again. Have yourself an awesome day.